This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. I think I may have seen something that might represent an earthquake-sized change in the American labor movement. There's an article in the Solidarity magazine. It's an online magazine for the United Auto Workers. And it says, Beyond Borders. It's an opinion piece. And the little disclaimer at the bottom says it's a member's voice submission featuring the views of rank-and-file UAW members. So it may not be policy, but if it is, it's gigantic. And the fact that it made its way into the UAW magazine is really shocking. The guy's name is Sean Crawford. He's from Local 161. And he's talking about international cooperation between the Auto Workers Union and unions of other countries. I don't know if he realizes what a major change this would be, but believe me, it's a big deal. Unions have always said that they're internationalists when they want other countries to help them through their own crises. But I have yet to see American unions do much for anybody else. The auto workers are usually the worst example. I will make exception though, the United Auto Workers of America were one of the few unions that really did help the South Africans against apartheid back in those days. But other than that, the auto workers have been a pretty bad example of not internationalism. The reason? They keep calling out for Buy American. It's their major slogan. Buy only cars that were made in America. It's not a winning slogan because most people just don't do it. And what they do is kind of undermine their confidence in the auto workers union. In the 1980s, the auto workers started all kinds of team concept schemes to cooperate with management. And the way they explained it to their members was, we have to take these concessions and we have to join these team deals with the, with the management because the Japanese are the main threat. In other words, we have to be better than Japanese cars. The magazines actually dripped with racism back in those days. They didn't come right out and say that the yellow peril is threatening us, but it was pretty close to that. And today, American unions, pretty much all of us, including the, the major federation, AF of LCIO, we cry out for Buy American, even when our competitors from other countries are unionized. We hardly ever note, for example, that Swedish, German, Korean, and Japanese cars are made by union members. I kind of doubt that internationalism is going to find a place in our local strategic planning. I don't know that any local group can do much about it. But if this article in the Auto Workers magazine is anything of a harbinger of what might be coming, it is a, a historical change. You could consider, for example, 
the facts of what happened after World War II. The CIO, Congress of Industrial Organizations, was very big in starting a World Federation of Trade Unions, WFTU. It still exists, but here in the United States, most people don't know it exists. The World Federation of Trade Unions included America and the Soviet Union. And that's why after the big anti-communism rush started in 1946, the American unions abandoned it right away. Pretty soon they started another one, a competitive one, that they called the International Christian Federation of Trade Unions, which was an anti-communist version. And they stuck to that one for some time. Today they have something, I think they call it the ITUC, International Trade Union Collective, International Trade Union Conference, or something like that. And they have a very good program. I don't think most American Union people know about it. Here's some of their program. They want jobs to reach full employment by creating 575 million new jobs worldwide, including green jobs, wage increases with living minimum wages to reverse the decline in the share of prosperity going to working people, rights to guarantee workers' organizing and bargaining rights. That's something everybody agrees on. Equality to guarantee equal pay for women and men and to challenge racism and homophobia. Social protection to invest in coverage for the three quarters of the world's people who are fully or partly denied this basic human right, starting with a global social protection fund. In other words, they want social security for everybody in the world. And inclusion to remove the colonial structural framework of the world's financial and trade systems that deny prosperity to billions of people. Truly an international program by the ITUC. And American unions more or less subscribe to it. But when you get right down to it, the main slogan in American unions is buy American. In other words, everybody should be buying only products they're made in America. And the American Federation of Labor, Congress of Industrial Organizations, AFL-CIO, regularly publishes lists of things that are made in America that everybody should buy without regard for the simple fact that a lot of the things that are made in other countries are made by unions. So I would be quite surprised if there were a big change in that attitude, because it's pretty much universal in, the, in America. This buy American thing, as opposed to buy union, is built into pretty much everything we do. But don't forget that the auto workers union just recently went through a takeover by an insurgent group. Two major unions have now been taken over by insurgents, the Teamsters, the mighty Teamsters, I should add, and the auto workers. Both of them 
are facing major trials this summer. The biggest union contract in America, which is the Teamsters contract with UPS delivery service, affects 350,000 Teamsters, and that expires July 31st. And the auto workers are facing what they call the Big Three or the Detroit Three, the three biggest American manufacturers of automobiles. Their contracts expire September 14th. So will we actually see a shift toward true internationalism? Are American unions really going to go out of their way to support other unions? Are they going to change the slogan, buy American into buy union and have an international movement? Well, it remains to be seen, but it would be historical if it did. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.